KPV Radio, Central Texas. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Line 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Loda Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio open mic open to all pastors preachers and artists and we're going to get it in to be announced you can also catch us on live 365 24 7 just search the thomas voice radio network and you're in there walk with us family let's go at majal's products we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without Breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. The following program will change the way you think and lead you to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Listeners, discretion is advised.
think to Dorothy Patterson. The reality, the reality show. show. Right now on TPV Radio. Welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. I'm walking in authority, living life without apology. It's not wrong, dear. Everything came from one 
picture. And I was like, my goodness, that's the way my mind feels sometimes. And the flyer has a mind, a person, the image of a person, and all of these visual, visual surroundings going through his mind or her mind at one time. I mean, you've got music going, you've got the music notes going, you've got the bright light going over here, you've got the dimness going. You've got so many things going on at one time. And is that not where we are right now today? There's so many thoughts, so many ideas, so much going on in our minds, we can hardly keep up. Well, I can hardly keep up. I can't speak for you, but I can hardly keep up. My mind is just racing all the time, trying to figure out what I need to do, why I got to watch out. It's just all over the place. So anyway, before I get keep going, I need to say a quick prayer because without God, y'all know, the reality coach will get a little too real and it won't be right. So let's pray. Father, we come, our Father, we come thanking you for one more opportunity to be here again on another wonderful Monday evening, speaking to the people, conversing back and forth, giving ideals, great thoughts, and great thinking, and we're going to think on the things that you would have us to think on. We're not going to continue to be thinking. We're going to think on things that are pure, things that are according to your word, that keep our minds healthy, that keep our minds from being uh, drifted away, are being controlled. Lord, we just thank you for giving us the, the, the scripture, Philippians 4 and 8, which gives us the instructions on how to think, God. And we just thank you for it. And we will uh, magnify you, glorify you, and Father, our Father. If anyone on this line is ready to say something that is not glorifying you or bringing peace and harmony, we ask that you not even let them stop on this page. Don't even let them get on the line. Lord, we just thank you because we are here about you and we're going to communicate. It doesn't matter what nationality, what what, what gender. It doesn't matter rich, poor, beautiful, uh, unpleasant. What It doesn't matter. As long as it's about you and we're going to bring some glory to your name, that is what we're here for, Father. We thank you in advance. And we thank you for the great conversation that we're about to have and the advancement of your kingdom and the mindset of the many people. Again, God, we thank you for liberating our minds in order to transform our lives with your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Well, mind manipulation is real, you guys. And a lot of times we don't even realize that our mind is being manipulated. And I was like, okay, God, how am I going to make this make sense? Because it, it's so hard in a world where everyone wants to think, thinking of negativity, because that's all we see every time we turn around is always something. We got to make it be this. We got to make it be that. It can never be a positive, especially if there's just one little inkling of what negativity that we are acclimated to seeing. We're going to find a way to hone in on that and and I mean, stay with it, and we're not gonna we're, we're we're not going to think on anything positive because we're too busy thinking negative. Did you catch that? The Bible says to think t h i n k, not thinking teach t h i n t h i n k i n g. When you're thinking, you never give your mind a chance to catch up with thoughts. So if you're always thinking, then you constantly haven't been bombarded with thought, thought after thought, whether it's positive, negative, you just got thought, 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 thought. 
And how can anything positive come when you're so busy looking at so many negative things? Look at, say, for instance, and I hate to say this, but social media, the news, I barely watch the news now because it's, it, it keeps my mind in, 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 in topsy-turvy because I'm constantly looking and seeing, oh, my God, what happens now? It's never, oh, I can't wait to see the news because something good is going to be on that. No, it's, oh, my God, what happened now? Oh, my really? God. Just never, ever, I'm never happy to see the news. I, I mean, I'm just not. Now I'm not. There used to be a time when you would be happy to see the news because there was something coming on positive. Now, oh, my goodness, I'd rather watch a game show. And I'm telling you, you guys, you know, I'm, I'm a little older, even though I look young. Yeah. Uh, oh, according to me. But anyway, um, I would much rather watch the old game shows like Supermarket Sweep. Now, I know not many of you can't be old enough to know about Supermarket Sweep. But I would rather watch that or Password or something to keep my mind in a positive light, to keep it stimulated with something that's going to, to, to help it grow for the, for the better. Or Jeopardy. Even Jeopardy is wonderful. I love trying to figure out some of those clues. And let me tell you, you got to be pretty smart to be on Jeopardy because I don't know how those people can store all that stuff in their mind with everything else that's going on around us. But anyway, back to the subject at hand. I was speaking with someone this week, and, and she's become really a great follower and a great friend, and I was speaking with her, and we were just talking about the mind, and I was just telling her how it's so easy to have your mind manipulated in today's world and today's time. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I always, I'm always in a hurry. Let me, let me silence my phone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But... Um, Okay, now back. So needless to say, um, we were talking, and I was telling her, you know, your mind is something, man. People can put a thought in your mind, and all it takes is one little piece of negativity, and, man, you can't even see anything positive in front of you. And I promise you that's all we that, – is that not where we are today? I mean, seriously, uh, is that not where we are? We're always on something negative. I mean, it's hard not to. When we're so bombarded with negativity, I mean, even with my job that I'm doing when I'm walking in certain communities, it's just surrounded by negativity. And I'm like, if I had to wake up to this every day, I'd be so crazy. I couldn't do this every day. I'd have to go do something. But then again, one of my coworkers pointed out to me, she said, when this is all you know, what you grow into, you become basically a product of your environment, a product of your environment. If all you know is what you see and you haven't been able to be exposed to something in a more positive light, then you're going to stay in the dark. And, it's, and, and I believe Harriet Tubman said it best, and, and it was so, so profound to me. And she said, I could have freed more slaves if they had knew that they were slaves. And people, if you know that your mind is not in a healthy state, would you not try to get healthier? I would. There's no way I wouldn't. So needless to say, I'm going to go ahead and bring my guest on because she is so thought-provoking, and she really helped me. She helped me understand things from a different perspective. And let me tell you, 
the beautiful thing about this is, I, as you can see, I'm of a darker shade, and I'm a beautiful shade. And she is of a lighter shade, which is a beautiful shade. So we have two women from two different cultures talking, and although we don't always agree on everything, but we were able to see the light in spite of the darkness. And we are determined to think on things that are pure, think on things that are positive, think on things that are healthy, and that's what we're doing. So let me bring her on. Her name is Holly Fisk. Thank you, Holly. Chris, can you bring Holly on, please? Hi, Dorothy. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Well, welcome, Holly. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. You look wonderful tonight. Thank you for having me here. Oh, how sweet. You're so Now, you guys, you know that's why I really like it because she's always complimenting me. She tells me I'm smart, I'm kind, and I'm important. And I believe her. I believe you, Holly. Well, you are. And, and I see you multi-talented as well because I see you multitasking more than I've ever seen anyone multitask. Oh, you, you, I'm sorry, could you repeat? Holly, your phone's a little low. Okay. Can you hear me now? How about now? Sounds better. Okay, now what did you say? See what you said. I said that I uh, have told you that you're a multitasker as well. Oh, you're so kind. You're so kind. Well, when you when your mind has all these thoughts, I have to do something to keep it from being manipulated. But anyway, I I, I know you heard the first opening of the show talking about the topic, which is mind manipulation. You and I were talking about this this week, and um, you were so thought-provoking. And, and even when I was trying to go in a negative light, you still found a way to find something positive in that. And I thank you for that because that's what we need. We need to encourage ourselves around people who can help us, even if we're going in a way that is not pleasing or not of God. We got people around us to kind of sway us back the right direction. And I thank you, Holly, for that this week. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, but we won't go into that. But needless to say, so what do you think? Okay, I told you that I think that we're so busy going about our gathering our thoughts until we don't know how to think anymore because our thoughts are overwhelmed with what we're thinking versus than what we think. We can clearly see something not being right, and because we've been encompassed with so much negativity and we're so um, our thoughts have not left the negative over there, we can't see the positive, so therefore we can't think on anything right. but the negative that we keep thinking about. Right. That was pretty and good. Sometimes, Let me say and sometimes we, what we have go to ahead. do is just – and sometimes what we need to do – is just pray about it. Well, you know that 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 is so 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 true, and that is the best thing to do when you are a seasoned Christian. But it's really hard when you're just trying to come in and you're trying to trust God and seem like everything is hitting you left and right. And Lord knows I've been hit left, right, back around the back, and back to the front. I've been hit every kind of way, but because I trust God and he's done so much in my life to prove that I can trust in him, that I'm able to do that. I can tell me, just go pray about it. But what happens when there's so much to continue to pray about? We can't get off of one prayer because 
that prayer we feel like hasn't been answered before God can even get to that prayer, we got something else to pray about. I mean, it's just constantly something. So that is why Philippians 4 and 8 is so impactful, and people need to learn that scripture. Even I need to learn it by heart, but I know the most important thing. And the one thing that stands out in that scripture to me is to think on these things, things that are pure, things that are good. Those are the two that I try to think on. So, therefore, if I think on those things, when my thoughts start to cause me to be thinking more than I need to think, I quickly come to that scripture and my thoughts are calmed down. You have to control your thoughts. And if you don't, you will constantly be thinking about something. And then guess what you'll do? You'll run out and do something that's crazy because you weren't able to think. Think means you're sitting there, you're focused in on that one thought. When you're thinking, you're focused in on several thoughts. So, is there any time where you can, where you can think where you should have not been thinking? You should just thought so you could think. Can you give an example of anything <laughs> that has happened in your? Go ahead. Well, I can. I can tell you that um, I'd like to mention two things. You tend to be like the people you hang around with. Whoa. And wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on one second. Say that again. You can. It's not always, but you can tend to be like the people you hang around with. So if you hang around with positive people, you're going to be more likely to be more positive. And if you hang around negative people, you might be more likely to be negative. On that, I used to live in New Orleans. I've lived in Texas since I was 14. I'm from Arkansas. But I was transplanted to New Orleans when I was about 19 years old. I lived there less than six months and came back to Dallas, and you would have sworn I had been living in New Orleans all my life because I came back with an accent. I'm talking a New Orleans you know, accent. So you tend to be like the people you hang around. And so I think maybe the best thing we can do is to try to um, hang around like you call me or I call you for some positive. When, you know, we call our friends, we get in a group, we talk about it. Right now we can't do much but talk because we're confined, right? I'll, look, you know, I'm the reality coach. Some people are confined. I don't like the word confined. So confined means I got to stay in the house, and y'all know I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go do something, even if I have to go out in the grass and just look outside. Uh, so we're supposed to be. But guess what? To me, I don't I, – I, 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 that to me, this is where this manipulation comes in for me, my manipulation. My thing is if I trust God, and I know that I am covered by the blood lamb. Now, I'm not saying be foolish and go out and put yourself in harm's way. But what I am saying is guard your mind because your thoughts can captivate you. When you're sitting there and you're isolated and you're confined and you've got all of this outside that you can go and do and do that, if you sit in the house, you'll go stare crazy. You will. So my thinking on that is I am going to do what I have to do to protect myself, absolutely. I'm going to do everything I can to not only protect myself, but to protect others, because that's what we're supposed to do. But I'm not going to let you make me live in fear, because some things don't make good sense. And when they don't make good, when they don't make book sense and they don't make common sense, there's an undergird of 
nonsense somewhere. And some of the stuff that I see is not making sense to me. And a prime example, out today. Now, I go into, the, again, I'm always trying to get something to eat. I go to go get something to eat. And I stop at the restaurant. And, again, I, I'm so haphazardly, you know, I'm getting acclimated to wearing this mask thing. But sometimes I forget. And I was going into the, I mean, I'm at the door getting ready to pull the handle to go in. And the first, you can't come in here. You got to get your mask. First of all, the way she said it to me wasn't the right tone. Secondly, I'm looking around and I see people sitting down eating without a mask. And thirdly, she's telling me I I have to get my mask, but her nose is not covered. So I got some serious issues with this. So, again, here goes my mind. Remember that that right and left side? That was what we did last week. Remember the, the, the brain matters. So, of course, the left side of my mind kicked in, and the right side of my mind went dormant, the love and the compassion and all that. So the logical side of my mind kicked in because I felt like she was using a form of manipulation. So I had to do what I had to do in order to let her understand. What you're saying don't make good sense, but I'm going to follow the rules because that's what I have to do. But let me tell you what I told her. I said, so, again, I feel like I'm becoming an act. This is going to become my, 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 my answer. Okay, so help me understand, ma'am, I know this isn't your father. I know you're doing the rules and the regulations of what they're telling you, but here's what I'm having a problem with. Do you see I'm coming again to get my food to go? You're telling me that before I can come inside this door, I have to put a mask on, but on the other side of the door, I can see at least 20 people sitting not even six feet apart eating and talking without a mask. But you're going to tell me I have to come in here to order my food to go, so I'm not going to stick around. If Corona's in there, I'm not going to be sticking around to get it from the people who are sitting at the table talking 24-7, just having a good time, and are not six feet apart. And then you're breathing on me, but telling me I need to wear my mask. Ma'am, I don't make the rules. You know what? You're absolutely correct. But I just want you to know the left side of my brain kicked in, the logical side, the reasoning, the the make it make sense to me side. Now, because I do have love and compassion for people and I understand that she's doing her job, I quickly snapped back into the right side of my brain, went back to my car and got my mask, and I said, now, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this because this is what we have to do now. Not because I think it makes sense. Not at all. So she was like, "Well, thank you." I said, "You're welcome." I said, "Next time you tell somebody, don't do, don't, don't approach them like that. Just say, ma'am, do you mind? Did, did you forget your mask, or ma'am, we, we, we need. I, I know you want to come in. I know sometimes you get it. Find another way to say something because, see, people are edgy now. We are very edgy, and any little thing that you say now, because we've got so much negativity around us. The thoughts have been just constantly bombarded in my head to think. So when you come at me like that, now y'all know George Floyd ain't been gone too long. I'm still trying to get over all of that. And, of course, she didn't look like me, so she came at me kind of forceful. But because I know better and I know that my mind is not going to be manipulated to think that she's being mean to me just because of who I am, no, I'm not going to do that. But that is the premise of everything going on now. When someone says something that is not nice or, or, or someone that is not that doesn't look like you, say something to you out of the way, the first thing, 
Y'all know how we do it. Oh, girl. We we haven't said it. Girl. But I knew better because guess what? You know, last week I was with somebody that looked like me, that treated me worse than the person that didn't look like me. But needless to say, I'm just saying, if you're not careful with your thinking and your thoughts, you will think something negative, and it will cause you to do something that you don't need to be doing. That's why Philippians 4 and 8 is so imperative that we think on those things. Holly, I know you're my guest on my show, but, girl, I just had to get that out. You know, okay, I'm going to let you talk. So, okay, go ahead, girl. What's your second thought? I'm so sorry. I just get carried away. Well, go ahead, Holly. I'm sorry. I was wondering if why don't we read Philippians 4 and 8? Okay. Well, you want to read it or you want me to read it? Um, I can read it. Let me uh, awesome. let me turn. Let me turn to it. All right, that's a wonderful suggestion. Thank you very much. I like reading out of the New International Version. Do you, which version do you like reading most of all? And I have every version, but the one I'll be reading from will be the New International Version. I like the Message Version and the New Living Translation. But the NIV is awesome, too. They're all awesome. If you if you interpret them right, if you really read them for what they are, they're all awesome. Okay. Here's Philippians 4, starting with verse 8. Finally, okay. brother, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, that's powerful, Dorothy. Very powerful. Very powerful. It is very powerful. And, 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 And you said, what's that first line again? Think what? I mean, what was the first think one? Think about things. Think about these things. What says finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And that's let's how we control Let's just break down a few of those words. Okay. So the first one was think on. Can you hear me, Holly? Okay, say it again. The first word was think on. Whatever is true. Now, now y'all know. Now, Holly, we're just going to talk about this for a quick second because this has been, our, our, our minds have been manipulated so bad. To, to 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 until what is true now? What is I see what now? you're saying. We don't know. I mean, we're in a a novel era right now that there's a pandemic going on that it's never gone on before, and we have one side. Unfortunately, we're divided by um, we're divided by parties, and. Um, I don't want to say that either party is right. Why don't we just do what is right? Like the scripture says, not worry about the left, not worry about the right. Let's do what is right. So that makes all the sense in the world. But but how do we know what, how do we know what's right? And let me just explain to you what I mean by this. 
you said we're 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 in a situation now. We have the CDC, and then we have who, which is the World Health Well World Health Organization, and then we got the Center for Disease Control. They're divided. One is saying one thing, and the other is saying another thing. How do we know what is true right now? How do we know? We don't. We don't. We don't. We have to. We have to trust our gut. We have to trust science. We have to really think. Like you said, we really have to think. Um, and if it makes you feel right, if it feels right in your gut, and you go with your gut, and you even pray about it, let's go a step further, and you pray about it. I really think that if you seek what's right, you'll find it. And you just have to do you just have to do your best. That's all we can do is our best. That is, you're so you're so right, and, and and that's the thing. We have to stop and think. And I had posted something a while back that said we it's a shame we're at, we're at a point in time where we have to we have to we have to be concerned with everything that we hear and we have to we I mean we have to discern everything that we hear and be concerned with everything that we see. That is so sad that we it used to be where you could just take the truth for what it was and now the truth is so so I, I I don't even know what else to say. My mind has been over bombarded with thoughts and, and, and the manipulation tactics that are being attacked on my mind. I don't have an opportunity to think because every time I turn around, it's something else that has me thinking on all these thoughts. I haven't even been able to process the first thought before I have to think on something else. So my manipulation is real, people. Understand it is real. And I know a lot of, I know I will probably get a lot of kickback from this, but our minds are being manipulated in so many ways by so many people, places, and things. We've got to start thinking. We cannot be thinking. We've got to think on everything. You have to be careful with the Internet. Oh, wow. Now, why would you say that? That's interesting that you say that. Why would you say that? Well, um, there is an elder member of my family who um, is not necessarily, I don't think she's crazy or anything, but but she's more open to believing things that the rest of us might realize, oh, that's not true or that can't be true. Um, she was manipulated into giving away $53,000 because they promised her interest and more money. She lost $53,000 by being manipulated at one point. My yes, and she made a comment to me the other day when I I said that just can't be true. She told me something. I said that just can't be true. She'd seen on the internet, and she said, "Well, they wouldn't let it be on Facebook if it wasn't true." <laughs> and I just I just laughed. You know, people are believing YouTube and Facebook as if it's gospel, and I think we only have one gospel. So we have to be careful what because. Um, YouTube and Facebook are paid for advertising. It doesn't have to be true. If you see something, uh, we've got to discern with what we're thinking and seeing. We have to think and know. And we may not know, but we've got to use our best judgment and stay away from it if it makes you feel bad. If it makes you feel bad, you've got to turn it off because um, whether it's true or not true, you got to figure out if we're powerless. We're really powerless. We've just got to roll with this stuff. 
Don't you think? And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, well, let me tell you. Now, we're not powerless because the Bible gives us the power. If we get in those scriptures, we got power because greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. So, I I, I, I mean, you may get the, 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 the thoughts and the, your mind may be manipulated into thinking you're powerless. But when you think on those scriptures and you put on the full arm of God, you realize you got power. You're very powerful because greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. So I don't care what they're doing. I don't care what's in front of me. When I say must deceive faith, that is so true. You must have it because if you don't have it in today's world, your mind will be running over to Japan and you in the United States and your mind will be all the way in Japan. You'll be over there saying, the sky is green and it's blue. So exactly. To- we're we're not powerless with what our own actions. We have power of our own actions, but we are powerless as to what people are putting on the internet for us to read and see and okay. hear. Okay, you're right. Okay, I get it. That that makes perfectly good sense. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Because I was like, wait a minute. I know Holly know the Lord and I know she ain't scared and she ain't fearless. I mean she's fearless. When it comes to the okay, so I get it, I get it. We are powerless, but we we do have the power. We do have a way of gaining the power back. You know how? Don't even pay attention to it. Don't even entertain it. Don't entertain it. But it's so hard because oh my goodness, negativity, y'all. It looks so good sometimes when people are out doing stuff when they're out having a good time at the club. That that looks like that's fun. We, I mean, you know, they really do and. And now the internet internet is so full of people finding a way to dance, to do what they want to do, to just have no morals. Some people are moralist now, and it's okay. Now, you get on there talking about the Lord and doing this and doing that, people click you off real quick. But if you on there gyrating, as the old people say, gyrating and philandering around and doing all that, finagling and all of that, doing some type of con, people have a propensity to want to listen to you all the time. All the time. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. We should want to listen to what is good. Now, I know sometimes we got to listen to negative thoughts because we got to kind of we got to kind of stay, stay in abreast of what's going on around us. But once you get those negative thoughts, start thinking. Look for what is in the scripture, the purity, the things that are true, the things that are honest, the things that are genuine, things that are real. If it doesn't make book sense and it doesn't make common sense, people, it's some nonsense somewhere. Think. Don't keep thinking because when you're constantly thinking, that means you're letting thought after thought run through your mind. Stop. Try your best to breathe and take a moment to think on the thoughts that are going that are driving you crazy. Hey, and if somebody wants to call in and talk with us, we welcome the conversation. We welcome the new ideals. We welcome, we embrace it, we love it, we, we encourage you to do so. And you can call five one five six zero five nine eight seven three. And I assure you we will get you on here to converse back and forth with us because if you know about my manipulation and you see some of this going on, I would love to hear what you have to say. And if you don't see it, I want you to tell me why I am seeing something that don't nobody else see or help me understand. That's what this is all about. We're, we're, it's thought-provoking. It, 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 I want people to 
to open up and start talking and sharing because our minds are at stake, everybody. Please understand and hear what I'm saying. My manipulation is going on right now. I mean, we're in a we're in the biggest spiritual warfare that I have ever experienced. We're in a warfare, and if the warriors for Christ don't start standing up, we're going to get stood on. And then we ain't going to understand why it happened. we got to stand up or else we're going to be stood on. So, y'all, this manipulation, this spiritual warfare is real. I mean, you look at it. You look at how so divided, how we're arguing with each other. We're, 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 we're constantly picking and bickering, and everything is getting worse and worse and worse. And that's because it's simply true. If my people would humble themselves, we don't want to humble ourselves. God ain't going to heal this stuff that's going on because we got too many thoughts, and we're thinking too much, and thoughts are just running wild. We got to do something, you guys. Let me um, hold on one quick second, uh, Holly. Let me just give a shout-out to some of these wonderful people that are on here. And Absolutely. I just want to say thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, thank you for tuning in. Um, hi, I see my niece on here. Hi, Quinesha. Oh, I see Miss James. Hi, Miss James. Oh, Monica, my friend from school. Hi there. Oh, Lucretia, another one from hometown. Becky, 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 Becky. You guys, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's all I can say is that's my. She knows why she's at. Uh, Brittany, hi, Brittany. Oh, I mean, and 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 uh, Dana, Alyssa, hey, that is so sweet of you guys to tune in. And hey, if you, oh, Karen, another one of my high school friends. Wow, I, I, I'm so honored. Thank you all for tuning in. You guys, call in. Let me put the number in there. Well, I, I'll try to get it in there. But it's five one five six zero five. I love to hear some of y'all's thoughts, uh, your thoughts and your thinking, because I want us to be able to think versus always thinking and having all these random thoughts. So you guys, if you could just call in, do something, I, I would love it. I would love it. Let me see if, uh, Chris, do we have any callers on the line? Uh, no, not right now, coach. Okay, cool. Well, hey, well, Chris, you know, I always love to hear you. Uh-oh. Let me say it this way. Passer, 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 passer. Pass it on down, pass it on down. Let's sit at the table. Put some meat on this plate, Pastor. See, I already warned you, and God bless you uh, to your special guest. Uh, By the way, welcome to the show. Um, I warned you, don't allow me to go on the show, because this particular topic is exactly going on the same vein that we've all been going on in the past recent weeks. We've been tackling this word called depression, strongholds, Mm. uh, uh, compromise, complacency. We've been hitting all these triggers, and now here you go with the mind. So I'm going to try to be nice, but of course, this is the most controversial Christian radio station in the land. So we already got people already mad because we're speaking the truth, but we're coming from the, from love and we're speaking from what the word of God says. So I'm just going to open up a can of worms here. Oh, I got your back. I got your back. Go ahead. I got your back. The manipulation has not only started in the media, 
We in some of us, let me say that, some of us in the community of God or the kingdom of God, we use this mm. thing called fundamental hijacking. Let me explain mm. what that means. We use religious practices, doctrines, theologies, and we use those like a mental parasite, which we harbor on uh, insecurities of folk, income, uh, all these things. Why do you think – yes, fear, all that. Why do you think the health and wealth movement was so strong for the last 25, 30 years? Just think about it. It was a hijack of the mind, manipulation. Now, when you start speaking to folks about what – trying to detox people's minds from all the religious toxic waste that was dumped in many men and women of God, even bishops, pastors, apostles, we were taught all this nonsense for the last 30 years. We are now in a pandemic, and we cannot show the true power of Jesus Christ because we're so poisoned by me, 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 I, 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 who's got the biggest church, who's got the biggest car, who's got the finest clothes, who got the biggest bank account. None of that matters right now. Your bank accounts are depleting. Your churches are closing. God is calling us to come back to him. This is why things are the way they are. And until we stop being so stubborn and get out of our soapboxes and understand that God wants all of your waste out of your life, so you can reconnect with him, I guarantee you, you will walk in authority, like the theme song says, because you died to who? Yourself. And you're not trying to outthink it, outwit it, out, out the, put theology in it. No, this thing has nothing to do with it. God wants you to repent. He wants you to have a relationship with him, not a religion, a relationship. He don't want you to do the five steps, the three five-point sermons. No, he don't want that. He wants you to come back to your first love. What is that? That is God. When Remember when you first got saved and all of us was sold out? We were ready to do backflips off of rooftops and everything else, but we got so complacent with our religious works that we're no good now, and now we're panicking because we got to be locked up in the house. That's the perfect time for you to fall on your face and fall on your knees and ask God for direction, guidance, and counsel for you. I'm sorry to be so hard, but God is not playing anymore. You want, you want the end time harvest to rise? Family, ladies, and gentlemen, you got to go back to your first love. Get out of your brain. Get out of your theology. Go back to the book. If you don't understand King James, buy a, a version that you understand. Read one verse a day. Pray five to ten minutes a day. Then as you continue to grow in that pattern, your prayer life will continue to increase. Your reading will increase. Your five minutes will be ten minutes. Your ten minutes will be fifteen minutes, so on and so forth. We have to go back to Bible basics. We got to go back to basic training, period. And I'm not talking about uh, the physical basic training. We need to go back to spiritual uh, basic training. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about 
uh, and even if you're a babe in Christ, it doesn't matter. God will meet you where you are. All you got to do is ask him for your heart. That's all you got to ask him for. Take my heart, God. Renew and restore my mind from the toxic waste that I see. Yes, this body is of sin and the nonsense that we've inherited over the years we lived here, but we are being detoxified by the spirits that roam this earth. And that's why the people of God that are standing up, like for real, for real, they are being blessed through this dry spell. Why? Because they're believing in what God's going to do for them, not Trump. Not the government, oh, sorry, but it's the truth. They're not believing in all that. Things are coming. Ideas are being made that they can make their own income throughout this storm. Listen, I don't have time to sit here and and preach out of depth because this ain't my show. If you want to listen to me, you got to listen to me on Sundays at 2 p.m. And then we go ham and cheese on that show anyway. But I thank you for your time. I, there's a lot more I can say, but I don't want to take up all the time with your guests and yourself. So, Coach, I'm going to pause right there. But if you ask me to talk again, I might take another 15 minutes of your time. But I'm going to get out of here and make sure we don't have no callers on the line, Coach. So back to you. You know, I, I just love I, – I love him. I mean, he's so – the boy's back. The man is bad. Y'all got to just listen to him. And, you know, now that he didn't open up the can of worms, it's time to go ham. He said, let's go ham. Let's get some ham and cheese. Matter of fact, let's get some pork rinds and some grits and some groceries. Holly, you ready? Are you ready for us to stop being cute with it? Since he's opened it up, we can talk about let's, it now. Let's talk about it now. I sure okay, have- now, I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you the scripture that he's talking about. Uh, Revelations 2 and 4. It says, this is the King James Version. It says, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Now, preachers, clergy, elders, teachers, apostles, priests, bishops, whatever you call yourself in the kingdom of God, you better return back to your first love and stop Stop pimping Jesus. Stop prostituting Jesus and pimping God. It's time. God said enough is enough. Y'all don't get it? You ain't getting it? Now you can't go to church. And for us that didn't want to go, that, that, that complained every Sunday, ooh, I just I had to drag about a bed. Or those that said bedside Baptist, now I bet you, you wish you had a church that you could slide to. Bedside Baptist ain't so pretty no more, right? It ain't so pretty no more. We have manipulated everything. We've taken God's word and we've just taken it and we're manipulating it to fit our own our own our own greed, our own things that we want. Stop begging these people for money. Now what you doing? You can't even beg you can't even shame people into giving no more because guess what? The internet is so full of all of Satan's stuff that you can't even beg like you want to no more. You can't sit here and say, we need the next $5. We need, uh, the Lord told me somebody going to give you $1,000. The Lord, well, I tell you what, I'm not saying that the Lord don't speak to a preacher or whatever, but I'm telling you, if you sit in the church and everybody inside everybody inside the church barely got a car, the Lord can't, he couldn't have told you that everybody in there going to give $1,000. There's no way. They don't even have $10. So stop that. Stop it. Just say Give. 
and God will give it back to you. That's all you got to say. You don't have to put a dollar sign on all of this. I'm so tired of hearing this, Holly. I don't know if you've heard it, but in the churches that I have attended, every time there are so many great ministers, great people out here that are, that, are, that, that have the word in them, but then by the time they get through giving you the word, you already know what they're coming up with. I need you to sow a seed. First of all, sow a seed of a now, – now, now, I get all gamed up to sow a seed, and then they had to nerd a pause a minute of $1,000. You got to be kidding me! Now that seed that you told me to sow, I'm not only I'm, I'm putting that I'm getting ready to sow up my purse, sow my purse back up with my zipper and put my seed back in my wallet and let it grow somewhere else because you don't have to tell me God will speak to me first. I don't need you to tell me how much God said give. Let me just give it to you. He spoke to me before He spoke to you. I don't need you to tell me what God needs to, for me to give. Stop letting people manipulate your mind. Stop it. Stop letting them put these thoughts, and then they get, and, and Holly, they get you all hyped up. You've been waiting on this miracle. Oh, God's got a miracle. Oh, you've been wanting to be healed. You did that, that. I mean, you know how they do. And then you got to sow a seed. If you sow this seed, don't, don't, don't doubt God. Get up, hurry. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It used to be a time, Holly, in churches where they spent so much time in prayer and praise and worship that you really got tired. Now, they spend so much time on money-making until it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay, Holly, can you share what? share an experience with you that, that, that happened with you somewhere? Were you ever somewhere and you felt like you were pressured into doing something versus allowing God to uh, minister to your heart? It's kind of like I was. I've been in places where I have felt manipulated and pressured into doing this because I so love God. I love the Lord with all my heart, and I always want to be the one to do what does say the Lord. But sometimes I have to tell people I have to think, regardless of all the thoughts and all the thinking that I was doing before he told me that, I mean, now my, 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 look, that thinking cap, it goes off, and I begin to think. When they start saying certain things in the church now, I have learned to do what Timothy 2.15 states, study to show my own self approved before him so I can rightly divide the word, divide, divide, whatever word you want to put there, so you can com- rightly confront those when they say something that you know ain't of God. Study for yourself. Get to know God for yourself. Build a relationship, not a religion with God, a relationship. So now you can't come to me to tell me anything. You're not going to be able to do that no more. No, 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 no. That's not going to work. No, 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 no. The reality coach ain't falling for it. No, 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 no. That's why God said you are real. You are the reality coach. You're going to help people understand, keep it 100% real. Because guess what? If you don't keep it real with yourself and you don't discern and be concerned, you're going to find yourself being manipulated. And have you not ever found yourself being manipulated, Holly? Well, I have, yes, but I, it hasn't been for money. I have felt manipulated uh, when I visited a church that I was looking to either join or keep looking. I went to a large church, one with a lot of, of attendant, attendees, large congregation, and I did feel that 
I had to believe one way politically and spiritually, um, or I really wasn't welcome there. Um, I went to the Wednesday evening Bible studies and Wednesday evening churches, and someone said, no, we don't believe that way. And it had nothing to do with God's word. It had to do with the political party. So I have been into churches where if you didn't, uh, you weren't affiliated with one party, you might not be as admired or respected. But as far as money is concerned, I I love my church, and it's not one thing that has ever happened to me is that someone tried to make me feel bad or manipulate to give. I try to just have. Um, I listen to God, and I give what I can, just exactly like you. I, I, I might not always be able to tithe one-tenth, but then other times I, might, I may be able to. But if I can't, I give what I can. And I heard somebody recently say, give till it hurts if you can. And if you can't, give till it makes a difference. And so um, we, all can, we all can help if, if it's monetarily, but we can also give in other ways like we're doing right now. We're spreading the word of of God, and and we're talking amongst each other on the on the radio. So, um, we can all do our part yeah. if we can't and, give money. Well, now now see, I agree with you. When 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 you cannot give anything, what happened to when when I was a little girl? I remember they used to bring canned goods. They used to feed the past as a tide. They used to do so many things that didn't cost so much, didn't cost them a lot of monetary gifting because they didn't have it to give, first of all. And you know what? If y'all don't see, we almost headed back to that. You're going to have to bring a can of green beans to give your tides in a minute if times get any harder. You want to put some some sweet peas, and, and, and y'all know. Boy, I tell you, that corn, that canned corn, we used to have so much canned corn at the house, and sweet Giving sweet peas and, and, and beans, I tell you, because that's all people could give. And if we're not careful, that's just where God is going to put us back. Because, see, we've gotten we've gotten too wrapped up in ourselves. We've gotten to the point to where it's all about money instead of the message. We, 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 all, we all are content. And, 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 I, and I challenge these next, and with everything going on, Holly, I rarely hear people speaking on things that are, uh, as I call it, the taboo table topics, like homosexuality. People don't speak on that anymore in the churches. It's like, don't you dare say that. It's like, it's, it's, it's the way it's supposed to be. And you know what? I can't judge them, but I can say that how would we be here if it had not been for male and female? How would we be here? So something is amiss right there when you go to thinking that that's a normal, that's the new normal. No, something is wrong. Now, I'm not saying that I hate anybody that lives their lifestyle. What I am saying is don't be afraid to not agree with it. Don't. It's Good okay point. to disagree. It's okay. I don't, I, I mean, I'm not going to love you any less, but I don't agree with what you're living. But then guess what? On the flip side of that, they may not agree with the way I'm living, and that's okay. But that doesn't make us love each other any less. That just makes us understand that we got some work to do, and only God can do that. Only God can clean up whatever we disagree on. 
Only God can. It is not us to be out here treating people bad and doing things that are not right for people just because we don't agree with the way that they live. That's how you live, and that's fine. That doesn't mean that it makes it right, according to me. But if it makes it right according to you, all I can do is say, I love you, my brother or my sister, and keep it moving. We won't talk about homosexuality anymore, homosexuality anymore. We won't talk about people being greedy, the pastors up there doing everything in the church. Y'all know some of these pastors out there messing with the members in the church and got a wife sitting on the front row? But won't nobody say nothing? They will not say anything. What is wrong with the church? It is so sad now that the world is converting the church instead of the Church converting the world. It's sad. Anything goes. Y'all know good and well, if you walked up in there, well, let me tell you, when I was a young girl, you walk up in there with that short dress on if you want to. Go ahead. Walk on up in there. You're going to get that double-knit hot polyester church robe from the back dusty part of the church (laughs) and have to put it on and sit in church the whole service with that hot poly double-ester robe. Polyester robe on. Come up in there if you want to. Now people can walk in the church looking like they just came from the club. Heels so high they can change the light bulbs in heaven. And, if, and, and, the, worst, and the worst thing What's about it, coach, and the worst thing about it, coach, they put them in the front row. Like, really? Come on. See, see, this again, your topic is hitting on so many issues. You guys can go in so many different directions. Homosexuality is another mind manipulation, and I ain't going to go there, and I got the remedy for that one. But, again, you got to listen to my show to get that. Anyway, don't leave me hanging, but I know I get you. I get you. Okay. You, you, you wrong for that, but that's okay. I get it. I get it. I will listen. No, no. So, y'all – I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be respectful of your time and your platform. But like I said, you lit a match with this one because it it wakes up so many different issues that the church is being exposed now to. Because now that everybody's closed, we see the mega pastors now. They they twiddle on their thumbs now. Except the ones that already submitted themselves, you know, you, they don't really have much to worry about because they can live off of their book sales and all that other stuff. But that's a whole nother topic. So, with the tithes and offering for quick for a quick for a quick lesson with tithes and offerings, it is a free will gift. That's why our ministry does not beg our listeners or anybody for sowing into the ministry. Yes, we have a business. That's totally separate from the ministry. See, this is they don't teach you that either. They're putting everything in one collective, and they want to make sure that they're running an enterprise. You have to make sure your church is separate from your business. You cannot add both. That's why people are so jacked up right now because, like, who am I giving to? Am I giving to the church? Am I giving to the business? What's going on? So that's one because they're telling church to – be incorporated now before it was 501c3. So now the loophole of 501c3, a lot of churches now can't talk about the issues. That's why you don't hear most churches talk about homosexuality, racism. They have to talk about politics. They have to because they get their funding cut off. That's the catch. See, people don't want to people don't want to talk about that though, but we talk about it on this station. But anyway. We we those are the little loopholes of my manipulation that we are under as a church body. When you understand that your church 
is church. Church is free will giving. The law of giving was abolished centuries ago. Jesus Christ is the living law. He broke, he abolished the law. He, his death was the covenant for us to be covered. Now listen, if you have a Levitical uh, bloodline in your family, then you are still obligated scripturally to give the way they give. Look it up. You think I'm lying? Look it up. If you, are, if you have a Levitical line in your family, if you are a Levite, in other words, by blood, then under the covenant, under the word of the, God, of the word of the Lord, you are mandated to still give under the law because that's the, the people of the Levitical priesthood still have to give under that, under that law. The, the new Christian or the Gentiles that they're called – the Gentiles gives free will or the, 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 a tenth of your first fruit. What is your first fruit in today's time, coach? That's usually your, uh, your um, income tax check. Hello. So, or if you didn't, haven't worked in a while and you finally got your first check, which is your first fruit from the job, then that's what you give, your first fruit. Or if you are a married couple, your, your family is your first ministry, which is your first fruit. So you give into your family first. See, people don't want to preach that pastor, because you're closing. Pastor, pastor. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Now, pastor, I'm sorry. You, you, I'm sorry. You, 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 doing, you, you, do, you doing the darn thing. You doing the darn thing. Let me tell you. In the book, The Reality of Abuse, The Aftermath and the Recovery, I have a chapter written about the art of giving. First of all, let me just say, and, and Holly, you can chime in whenever you want. We just yes, going please, back and forth. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to be quiet. No, but this is so cool because let me tell you, people have a propensity for, to forget about certain scriptures. The Bible says in the New Testament, give according to how God has prospered you. If you ain't made no extra money, how are you going to give extra money to the building fund? I just want to know. Tell me, uh, uh, can you help me understand that scripture, Pastor? I mean, I, I, I mean, people want to keep saying, okay, now a tenth. If you have a tenth, then that's good. If God has prospered you a tenth, but some of y'all know good and well that you can give more than a tenth now. So that's why He says, give according to how He has prospered you. If you're making more money, you can give more money. See, this, this is what God. This is what God does, Coach. He sends okay. people. Look. There are people that do have they are monetarily blessed. Let, let's put that out there. We have the poor, we have the rich. It'll always be among us. That's also scripture. But mm-hmm. what God does, why we don't even have to manipulate the people with money. See, this is what this is how God is so awesome. He strategically puts people in your life at the right time to bless you. So you don't have to sit here and cash at people online. Well, you need to cash at me because if you heard us, the, the spirit of God on this broadcast, you can cash at me right now. See, if you're not walking in the right principles, ladies and gentlemen, again, my manipulation of today's topic, that's another one. People think because they got a rhema word from God, oops, I'm sorry, that, that they need to pay for it. No. 
anybody can get a rhema word from God. The closer you get to God, the, the revelation he will give you, the fear and trembling that you're seeing and feeling in the world with all the pressure going on, God will give you a rhema word if you seek God first. The spiritual gifts are for everybody, not just for pastors, not just for prophets, not just it's, it's, for, it's for your guests. It's for you, coach. It's for my baby, my baby girls. It's for everybody. It's not for a select few. That's what's preached too. Another mind manipulation. See, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't have got me started, coach. But anyway, we got so many things that were so messed up when, and I'm talking as a whole, not just the black church, not just the white church, not just the Chinese church and all this stuff. Everybody has their same set of structure. I can go. I can go in the CCM arena too. I was. A, I was there too. I know how that is, and it's the same thing. But they do it differently. But if we, they do the same tactics. They do the same stuff. They get you goosebumps, feeling all good. And you're crying, and then they throw in the tide. Well, if God uh, is moving in you right now, sow a seed into that thing that you're feeling and you want that thing to be loosed off you. Sow a seed today so you're in your emotions, your mind is manipulated, and you giving your last $50 knowing that you got to keep it for the rest of the week or the next two weeks you get paid, but your emotions and your mind was manipulated. See, a lot of pastors learn those tricks through speech classes. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. We go. I'm gonna get in trouble again. Uh, uh, go, go ahead. You gotta go. You gotta go to the office school. You gotta be taught how to be a minister. Now, let me tell you something. I was doing some speaking, and someone said, "Well, what's your what's your fee?" And I said, "Wait a minute. What else?" I said, "My fee." I said, "How am I gonna charge you speak what God has given me to give to you?" Hello. And now I prefer to be in and I told him he was like, No, we gotta you gotta give we gotta give you something. That's just the way we do it. I said, Well if you wanna give me what they call a love offering, that's fine. Guess what I did? I took that love offering and put it back into them into their church. But let me tell you, like I told him, I said, Well let me tell you what I do. Here's my problem with taking money from people when it comes to speaking God's word. I'm like Paul. Paul says and this is in the uh, New Living Translation and I'm paraphrasing. Paul said when you get paid by the people. You got to preach for the people. That's what's happening right now. That's why we got so much mind manipulation going on in God's church because they're getting paid by the people so they got to preach the way the people want them to preach. Now, you know good and well you don't have no business having no man sit up there dressed like no woman over your music ministry. Stop it. Uh-oh. See? You Say that again. Like Say that again. <laughs> oh, you want me to say it again, Holly? Yeah. You have yeah, no business. You have no business allowing a man who is dressed like a woman, and you know it's a man over your minister being your ministry or music. Hello. There's no way. It should not be it's that the- way. And let me tell you something. In the book, now I'm telling you the, re- the the reality of abuse. Let me just talk about this book real quickly. And and I had no idea how God was using me when he was when he was writing this book through me. I thought it was me, but as I go back and I read different little things, everything that I'm saying in everything that God said in this book. Yes, I give a little bit about my life, but let me tell you, people want what's so sad about it. People want to be so remain so broken. They love the first two chapters. 
of the book. But see, when I start, when God starts flipping the book for the good of their mind to liberate their mind in order to transform their life, people start saying the book is kind of boring. You know why? Because it holds you accountable for your own actions. It holds you accountable. Like I said, the book, if you can't find yourself in this book, you can find somebody you can help through the book. How about that? And I encourage everybody to get the reality of you to aftermath and recovery. Yes, it's a little sad in the beginning, but keep reading. It's going to get real because it tells you about the art of giving. The art of giving, you don't have to go bankrupt for a blessing. If you want bankrupt for a blessing, you you can go on Amazon, Amazon Amazon.com. But I'll send you one. No worries. I got you. But I'm just saying, when you're sitting there knowing good and well, that they just sent you a disconnect notice for your life on Monday. You take your light bill money to church and you let them manipulate you into giving your light bill money, guess what? Do not tempt God because you're going to be sitting in the dark. You're going to be come Monday because guess what? When you go up there to ask the church to give you some money to help pay your light bill, now that you got a membership number, if they don't find your membership number, guess what they're going to tell you? You can't get no money. And these Hello. are negative. You can give all your money to the church, and you can't get your money. Back. You can't even get your money back for your light bill. Did you just put so in tell there? us what? Tell us about the sense again. The good, the common sense, and the good sense. Oh, oh it don't make good sense, and it don't make common sense. and some nonsense somewhere in there. So I'm telling you, it don't make good sense to sit there and tempt THU. That's who I go with THU, knowing that they've already told me common sense better tell you you better bring your money, or you're gonna be in the dark. And and now and go 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 ahead, Holly. Go ahead. I wanted to uh, kind of, and, and I'm going to bring it back to this. But I want to tell you a little bit about what I've been doing lately since we've been. Uh, we're not quarantined and we're not confined, but we're staying home a lot more. I belong to. Uh, I'm just going to say I belong to First Baptist um, Forest Meadow Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, on Church Road, and we are a multicultural, multi-ethnic church um, that I adore, and my preacher has been my preacher for 30 years, and his name is Tim Allen, Um, and if you ever need a church home in Dallas or Mesquite or Come by Forest Meadow Baptist Church if if you'd like. They are holding services, and there's very few people there right now. But since I have been studying online a lot, attending, we started attending church online, and that's one way we can help um, control our thoughts by watching good content online, studying the Word of God. And since the uh, quarantine era, I have joined two Bible study groups that um, – that I'm with. One is a ladies group and one is with my church. Uh, one is a ladies group of another church in Forney, and it's really great to to study with people that are not like you. You know, I like studying with people who are like me, but I like studying with people who are not like me. I am loving hearing some of your um, and life circumstances and beliefs, but I want to tell you one thing I learned this week, and I'm not going to make it too long, but one of my Bible study um, messages was that we all need to ask and receive Jesus's gift to us it's free all we have to do is ask for it and he is he will give it to us and that is everlasting life and so we don't have to wait until our body dies 
before we start living our everlasting lives. And he promises that we believe in him, we will not perish. So we will continue having our everlasting life even after our body perishes. But our spirit and our soul will never die. We will, we will not die. So I really hadn't thought about that that deeply. Are you living have you do you realize that we are already living our everlasting life? I am because I, I am a Christian, I am a believer, but I had never thought about it that way. What do you think about that, preacher? Well, well no, hold on, I, let me I, say this first of all, Chris. Now wait a minute, Holly. Now 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 honey, I hear what you're saying, but uh, wait a minute, sugar. I need to see them I need to see them twelve gates in the city. I need to see the streets of gold. I, I mean I need to see them. So I, I Well of course. Oh, but that's okay. after our, that's after our yes that's after our body oh, goes oh, oh. that we that will enter will enter that kingdom but we are already oh. in the everlasting life. Oh well, girl, help me understand because I was going to say, oh now I'm going to quit doing what I'm doing because if you say I ain't going to see them twelve gates in the city, oh I'm not going to be able to keep doing this. I'm working too hard <laughs> to get there. On the subject of giving, hold on now. We'll talk about it some more in a second. Let me get my church friend. You're going to make me pull out my church friend. Go ahead, Pastor. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, Holly. Go ahead. Okay. And on the subject of giving, I'd like to read you from 1 John 16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brothers in need but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love the words or tongue but with actions and in truth. Then this is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at the rest in his presence. Whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. Mm. I was just wow. led – I was just really led to share that with you. Well, you, you hit that it on the head with that. <laughs> you, there, there's really no need for expounding because that that's exactly right. When it comes to giving, that's exactly what that is. It's a heart thing. Everything that Jesus Christ gave us is relational. We If we can't love – then we're not going to be able to tap into the other things that he left, the Holy Ghost power. We're not going to be able to set anybody free. We're not going to break anybody's chains because we can't love. That's another problem that we have gotten ourselves into with the church. We don't love each other. I don't care what color you are. We're supposed to love each other with the love of Jesus Christ. I don't care if you go to First Baptist. I don't care if you go to the Potter's house. I don't care what church you go to. We're supposed to be a body. What it, The body has what? Many members. So, yeah, we have many members, different churches, but we're one body. So in this time, this season, this is the time that all of the the pieces of the body need to come together, but we're getting so far more apart because of our doctrines. That's the problem. The mandates and doctrines is what this, what is destroying the church, period. We got to get over that. If it does not say it in the word of God, 
I don't care how many doctrines your pastor has. No disrespect for any pastor listening, but including myself, but I'm saying I don't care how many degrees you hold. I don't care how many schools you went to. That means nothing to God. Let me explain. Because God gives you the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. All you have to do is what? Ask. Holly made that perfectly clear. All you have to do is ask him. And he gives you this thing called quickening. The quickening restores the the learning that you could not learn in the natural and in the spirit realm. He makes you smarter than a whip. I know somebody. I know somebody that's half my age. He could not read or write, but he could speak Hebrew. He could speak uh, Greek. He can read the Hebrew and Greek. He knows exactly what the uh, the uh, the Quran says. He knows what the, uh, the the Dead Sea Scrolls says, and he knows what the regular Bible says. And this guy was a meth. He was on meth. He was a high school dropout. So don't tell me the power of God is not real. See, we don't want to. We don't want to talk about stories like that. We don't want to talk about that. Yeah. We want to talk about blessed and highly favored, and let me touch the hem of his garment, and I'll be made whole. Stuff. Look, you can make my life whole, Jesus. All I want to do is be your bestie. I want to be your ace, boom, coon. I want to be your ride or die, Jesus. Please give me what I need so I can be, yes, and be who God made you to be. You don't have to be uh, Sarita Jake's coach. You don't have to be uh, uh, Sandy Patty Holly. You can be who God made you to be, period. And whatever God planted inside of you, you cultivate cultivate that with the word of God. Not because of what I said, not because of what the coach said, not because of what your pastor said. What does the word of God say about you and what your gifting is? He will give you what you need to say. He will download things in your spirit to write on paper and to play on a keys or a guitar. He will give you the penmanship to write whatever it is that needs to be written for this time, this season. People just people don't need more fear. They need power. And the, they're only going to get it if they die to themselves, allow Jesus to be in their heart have him change their mind and heart. It's a battlefield in your mind. That's the first thing the devil attacks is your mind. Why do you think we're walking around like zombies and we're supposed to have all the power in the kingdom? We don't have no power. We're more scared than the world is, and that should not be. Why? Because we've been manipulated by the nonsense. That's why. So, we're going to keep preaching the way it's supposed to be preached from what the word of God says. Yes, we have our own ideas. Yes, we have our own truths, the things we went through in our life. But we can take our testimony, our pain, and make it into something powerful to deliver somebody out of their mind manipulation and bondage and, and guide them to the truth, which is the word of God and having a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm going to be quiet. I'm done, coach. I'm putting myself on mute. There are no callers, so you and Holly can take it away. I am done. God bless you. Well, now, let me say this. 
there, there, he, he's something else. Y'all, y'all better listen to this. this. This man is a young man and talking about this. Now, it brings me back to what I've been saying to people. And people have a propensity. They have the audacity to think that I am, uh, something is wrong with me when I say this, Holly. When I tell people, ever look up the word education. I say this every time. Education is the ability to acquire knowledge. He just proved that that young man, he said the man dropped out of school. He can read Hebrew. He can tell you what the Quran. He can do all of this stuff, but he did not finish getting his education. That we have been manipulated into believing if you go and get in debt and get you a degree, you're going to get the deserving the deserving job that your degree is, you deserve the job that you the deserve the job that you deserve through your degree. See, I'm getting excited because see this kind of stuff just just, just oh I just get excited. But let me tell you what I do know. Just because you got an education don't mean you are educated. I mean, just because you're educated don't mean you got education. Or however you want to say it, educated, education, whatever you want to say. But let me tell you what makes you what makes you make sense. What makes you make sense is your experience. Let me tell you, and I'll say it again. I got so many certificates. I've been to college. I've been all over the place doing everything. And let me tell you, being a hairstylist for the last 30-something-plus years, let me tell you what I learned. Yes, I went to school. I learned all of that nonsense, that mind manipulation, all of that stuff that I learned. Y'all, do you know that nine months that I sat there? And that, look, I'm going to get, like, uh, silly on the cover. I sat there in that school. I just sat there in that school, y'all. I sat there in that school. I sat there and I sat there. Do you know, Holly, half of the, I say 80% of the stuff that I learned in the school, I don't even use out here in the real profession. So my mind was manipulated to believe that I had to do all of that stuff in order to make a successful living as a hairstylist. Well, let me tell you, what happened is I used my skill and my experience which is what you need now. You need experience to have some credibility. You can get those credentials, but if I, you can be as – I could have went to school three years, but if I get out here and I don't know how to cut or give the people the look that they want trying to do the school's way, guess what? I'm going to be hungry. I'm gonna, I, my bills ain't going to get paid because I don't have no skills. I got the basics and the knowledge, but I don't have the skills. So, y'all, I'm telling you, stop being manipulated with the stuff that people are telling you. Now, now, another thing, you do not have to go bankrupt for your blessing. Let me tell you what's wrong with a lot of people. If you find yourself reading the Bible and doing everything that does say the Lord, and you're not getting a return because his word says it will not come back void, in order to get the hundredfold blessing that is promised to you, his child, there are three things you got to do. You got to give on you got to pray, and you got to fast. Now, y'all know, and I'm going to tell you, the reality folks going to tell you. Now, I'm real good about them first two. Oh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give and give, and I'm going to pray. I'll wear my knees out praying and giving. But y'all, that fast, giving up what I like? Now, I'm going to have to talk to, I, I really have to go to, I have to go to Jesus three, four times. And, and and Jesus finally almost had to tell him, now, look, don't come back over here. You got to go to daddy. Now, you're doing too much. You got to go over there and talk to him because you've been promising you're going to do this fast for the last seven months. 
You ain't did it yet, and you wonder why ain't nothing changing. Well, Holly, I finally went on and did one of the fasts, and I tell you, I said, well, I got split. I said, I'm going to give up what I know I can give up. See, and God will let you, God will let you do what you want to do. He'll give you free will, and let me tell you, I said, well, I'm just going, I can give up. What? Oh, I said I was going to give up, drink, I could drink just water. Holly? I never saw so many good-looking sodas. I didn't I, soda that I, even diet soda started looking good to me. Even the crystal light with no sugar started anything color color with color in it started looking good to me. My throat would just get so dry, and I'd go get that water, and I look at that water so unsatisfied. But I had to stay committed. So I'm telling you, you want the full full blessing that God promised you. You got to do those three things. Not saying you won't be blessed if you don't do them, but the the hundredfold blessing that's promised to you, if you do those three things on a regular, boy, I tell you, I tell you, some doors will open and mountains will move. Do you hear me? That's one thing. Now, we don't need no more manipulation. We are scared enough. And I have people that I know know about, Holly, and you could probably say this too, you you probably have people that know the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and back from Revelation to Genesis. But when you go to talking about stepping out of the fear zone, they get the backpedaling, and I'm just at this point, oh, ye of little faith. I mean, you know, getting people to step out of that, that, that mind manipulation to believe that if they go if they go outside right now, they're gonna almost darn near fall dead without a mask. You got people walking around outside with a mask on their face in this hundred and twenty degree weather. What are you what, are y'all mind manipulation? Now, I'm not saying that the virus or the corona or, or this 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 pandemic. I'm not saying those of you who believe and, and, and please keep yourself safe. I'm not saying don't believe. I'm saying, if it is bad as it seems or appears to be, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep watching the homeless. When they start dropping, I'm going to get real concerned. I'm going to get real concerned. Because they don't take care of themselves like we're able to. Holly, would you not agree with that? I do agree with you. I do agree with you. And I want to say, though, about fasting, I've I, I've not been able to ever successfully fast. I have blood sugar problems, so I understand those, that fasting can uh, – you really have to be in the right health, in the right frame of mind, and at the right place and time in your life to do that. And I – you know, I'm just a sinner just like you and everyone else. Uh, we're all going to fall short, and we're all going to need each other in a time – like right now, and I, I'm I'm led to read one more thing to you, please, in the same uh, chapter that I read to you all ago when we were talking about love, loving one another. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit. This is First John hmm. four. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not 
from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. So I'm just going to I'm not going to keep reading from that but but dear friends do not believe every spirit and if you can't count your money count your blessings um I have a big sign as you walk into my house the first sign you come to says count your blessings and the next sign you come to says give thanks and uh in all things in all things my Dearly departed Aunt Cheryl Johnson told me one time when I was in very worst time of my life. I know my family was broken. I had a daughter with a broken hand, a son with a broken jaw. I had a broken back, and my husband had a broken hand all at the same time, all at the same time. And I just thought I couldn't go. I just, just thought I couldn't deal with it. And my, my Aunt Cheryl said to me, Holly, in all things, give thanks. And that has stuck with me to this day. Uh, It's powerful. It's really, really powerful. And it's in Philippians where you opened up this show tonight. Um, In all things, give thanks. So Mm. um, that is beautiful, Holly. I mean, that is so beautiful. And how beautiful is it to walk into your door every time you go in and out? You have something to think on. You're not thinking, mm-hmm. you're, you mm-hmm. think on those things. And those things, they, they motivate you and they give you that driving force, that power, that which even when you come from experiencing something on the outside of your house, just running into those things, those words, you think on things that are positive just in an instant. Absolutely. That's why when you enter my door, you enter my doorway, all in my door, there are nothing but encouraging signs that, 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 that before you can come into my house, you're going to be entertained because I've got so much power right there. So you already know when you cross that door, you know the lamb's blood is all over that door. So if you're coming up in here wrong, you're not going to be able to say. Trust me and believe that. If you're coming into my house wrong, you're not going to be able to say. But let me say this. When you talk about do not believe, well, the first part of your scripture, do not believe, what was it again? Because I don't want to miss Every spirit. Every spirit. Okay. Let me tell you, I, and Holly, you and I talked about this this week. I was talking about um, when I said that God had me waking up every morning at 5 a.m., and I was watching Angel and then Charm, and I would get so angry with God. Now, now mind you, this was like 15, 16 years ago. I would get so angry with God. Why in the world are you waking me up? Instead of being grateful that my eyes are open up to look at the TV one more day. But why are you waking me up to watch this show? I don't even want to watch this. I don't even like this. But, you know, God will prepare you. Even when you don't know you've been prepared for war. When God has chosen you to be a warrior for him, he will prepare you. You will eventually understand how to put on the full armor of God. Let me tell you. I found out, I finally got up and I said one more, now, Lord, now you're going to have to tell me what is going on. Why am I watching this show? He said, because you got to know, you can't believe everybody as they come to you. You got to be able to discern who is standing in front of you. Because one thing about Satan, Satan can spot a real warrior for Christ. And I tell you, he can spot you, but you, you darn sure better know how to spot him or it, that spirit. He, that spirit in you, it can be spotted by Satan. 
and it can be tried and tipped. So if you don't put on that full armor, you go, your mind's going to be all over the place. My manipulation is going to take over you. And let me tell you, so I started paying closer attention. And you know what I saw, Holly? I told you this earlier this week. I said, I see why the Bible says that the devil can masquerade as an angel of light. I see why Lucifer was the most beautiful angel, but was so ugly underneath all of that. I understand that that's exactly what was going on with Charmed and Angel. These people were beautiful, but the minute you did not adhere to their belief or their thoughts, they turned into the most horrific, demonic-looking entity that you'd ever want to see. And then all of a sudden they come right back into something beautiful. Is that not what we're experiencing right now? we got people that are masquerading around. we got sheep. we got wolves in sheep's clothing. we got Satan masquerading around like an angel of light. Look at all this manipulation that's going on. Everybody's walking around in fear. Quit letting your mind be manipulated by fear. Now, let me just put this on your mind. And I keep saying about this pandemic, and I know that I know that it's something to it. What all it is to it, I, I, I can't even tell you. But one thing I can say, and I put this on your mind, and I read this from someone on Facebook, and her question was, this pandemic is as bad as you all are making it seem to be. Why are there no biohazard containers everywhere in the city? Everywhere. There, there are these deadly masks laying all over the ground. You can just find a mask anywhere on the ground now. And, you know, I said, now, let me, I, I couldn't be thinking on it because it wasn't, it wasn't a thinking question. My thought couldn't just be roaming. I had to think about what she just wrote. And you know what I came up with? It's something to that. It's something to it. It makes perfectly, it's a perfectly good question. You're making me believe that I got to put on a mask in order to come order my food from your restaurant while everybody's sitting there talking and eating. But when I come out of your restaurant, ain't no biohazard container sitting there. There's no hand sanitizer. There's nothing on the outside of your restaurant that's going to keep me safe. But you telling me in order to come in, I got to be safe. But you ain't going to keep me safe once I go out. So you want my money. You want me to keep you safe. But I done left my money, kept you safe, and ain't nothing on the outside. Ain't nothing at your door to protect me from touching this door. Nothing. Now, if that ain't my manipulation, that is fine. I got a problem. And then people are walking around, all of you people, and I say you people, who are walking around saying, I got to stay. Now, I'm not saying for those who are sick, you do have to take the necessary precautions to protect yourself. But I just want you to think for one moment. If you can go sit at a restaurant and eat food at this restaurant, and all of a sudden when you get back home, you oh, you so concerned about your health. Maybe you need to think about some things. And I'm not saying you're not careful. I'm not saying that by any means. I just want you to think and look at the mind manipulation that you're under. 
If you bold enough to go sit at a restaurant and eat, what's wrong with you smiling at somebody? Nobody, does anybody see what I see? You, I mean, everybody looks so angry now. Nobody seems to be happy. Families are divided now. People won't even let, Holly, are you trying to say something? Go ahead. And I got it. People won't even let you come. To, family won't even let you come to their house anymore. Say what? What is wrong? You need to think about some things. And I'm not saying you're not careful, Chris. I'm getting an echo. Oh, you're good. Okay. Okay. So I'm sitting. I want to. You want to what, honey? I'd like to say something here. Please do. Go ahead. Okay. I know that uh, the mask uh, situation issue is so big with so many people. Some people are so against masks, and some people are so for them. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't make any sense that we can look at that same mask and see it so differently. Um, I know that I have a friend who does not want to wear one because it makes um, breathing more difficult, as for all of us, but but makes claustrophobia and panic attacks for for this individual. And then for me, you know, it's definitely definitely hard to breathe in and confining, and and I'm a little claustrophobic claustrophobic as well. And and I have a grandson who deals with acne, and his acne is a little bit worse when he has to sweat and wear the mask. And so I know it, but it's kind of like with Jesus, we have to have blind faith right now that doing our part to protect not only ourselves but our fellow brothers and sisters, we have to we have to do our part. And if it will help rather than hurt, then we should just wear that mask, try not to complain about it because it in a couple of more days it is actually a law that we have to do it. And and let's not throw it in a trash can. Let's throw it in our own trash can. I am appalled by the number of masks and gloves that you'll find in a grocery store parking lot um, mm-hmm. and, you know, on the ground anywhere, like you said. I don't know that they're deadly masks. They're deadly masks. I think the sun's going to kill that germ in a couple of hours, but uh, it's definitely not uh, It's definitely not pleasing. And I think the people that are dumping them there are um, are so wrong. I really think they're so wrong and should take a look at what they're doing. Because it, it won't take us, it wouldn't hurt us take our own trash, our own dirty mask, and throw it in our own dirty trash, you know, um, or take the mask home and, and put it in the washing machine and make it so many washable ones now. But if we can't, if we can't do anything about it, then we must look at the mindset to try to look at the positive side of it. We don't have to go to that restaurant if we don't want to. We could call it in and we could have somebody deliver it to us and and. Or we could just stay home and make our own food. Or, you know, we're so socially isolated right now. I'm going to be so glad when we can get back into a restaurant. And, but you know, things are going to be forever changed here. But my point of this was that we're going to have to have some blind faith. We're going to have to look at some of the science, and we're just going to have to look at that gut feeling and that, you know, that good common sense, like you said, that, that common sense. Exposure, non-exposure, we're just going to have to weigh it. You know, if it works for you, if it doesn't work for you, and, and – it, it's another issue causing so many people to be divided. But uh, I'm going to wear my mask. 
Um, I don't like it. Don't want my kid to have to wear a mask in school all day long. That's a big issue for me. If he goes back to school in the fall, uh, he starts going in and That's really, really, really hard. I just don't think um, uh, it, it puts Colton to sleep. As soon as he wears that mask, within a few minutes, he's breathing enough carbon dioxide through that mask that he is asleep in no time. Um, kind of like breathing in a brown paper bag or something. So. I know we all have to pray about this, and, and uh, it's, a, it's a novel thing, but it's blind faith. Like we do have faith in Jesus Christ that we will have that everlasting life. Um, we have to have some faith here that our work can help the world, not just the state of Texas, but the world overcome this, this novel virus that uh, we've never dealt with before. So we are, we are the... Um, well, we're the people that are fighting in the beginning, uh, as the warriors. We're the beginning of these warriors. We're the we're the we're the beginning of this. And in years down the line, history will write how we handled it, what we did right, and what we did wrong. And I'm certain we're doing a lot of both. What do you think? And 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 you and you're so right. But here's what I say, and and I'm going to agree to a degree, but I'm going to disagree to another degree. And here's what I mean. We, all, we as God's warriors, we're always talking about blind faith, and we got to use faith. But we turn our faith on and off like a light switch. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And it bothers me when I hear people of God saying that we got to have, and Holly, no offense against you, but I'm the reality coach, and I'm going to keep it 100% real. My faith don't turn on like a light switch. My faith is with me every time I go out the door. We so worried about a pandemic, but you ain't worried about the driver that's driving in the car next to you. You don't know. No man knows the day nor the hour that they they going to come. You don't know how you're supposed to leave here. So if you're going to let them manipulate your mind into believing that your faith can turn on like a light, we send more power to those who let their faith go like that. My faith don't work like that. If I die from corona, God, thank, thank, I, I, thank you for... Thank you for whatever. If I get it, thank you, God. But guess what? I know my God is a healer. I'm not going to put myself in harm's way, but I'm not going to let you harm me more so by using fear to keep me manipulated into a situation that don't make book sense and it don't make common sense. Now, that's all I'm going to say. If you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. Now, I'm going to comply because the Bible tells us we got to obey the laws of the land. I'm going to comply, but don't make me try to, don't try to manipulate my mind into believing what I see Makes sense when it ain't making no sense. I'm not saying that. If it's a pandemic, okay, fine, whatever. But I tell you what, there are people that are proving that there is something going on with this. And if those who say that they know and trust God and they have faith in God, if you don't know that my manipulation is real, you better get back on your knees and go to praying again and ask God for some revelation because it is written what's going on. If y'all think the Antichrist and this spiritual warfare ain't going on right now, you Bible Belt people better start listening and getting back on your knees and praying and really, really studying the word of God. Because I'm going to tell you right now, even the very elect will be deceived if it were possible. It is impossible to fool people when they are really serving God. When God is giving you spiritual discernment, you got to use it. And I'm just saying, Holly, I understand. I respect the fact that I wear my mask, too, because I have to, because that is the laws of the land. I'm not going to be disobedient, but you're not going to make me believe something that, something that don't make book sense and common sense. It don't make it. And I'm not going to turn my face on like a light switch. 
I'm not going to not smile at my brother or take my mask out and let somebody know that I'm all right and I'm happy and glad to be living. I'm not getting ready to let them manipulate my right side of my brain to make me always focus on the left side because guess what? If I'm focused on my left side, I'm always trying to find a logic and a reason about everything, and therefore I don't even have time enough to smile at the next person standing there. We used to be at a hug and a smile used to turn people's world around. Now everybody's world is turned upside down because ain't nobody smiling and ain't nobody looking. Now you can't even get nobody to look at you. They look the other way now. You just don't know what a smile can do for people. Do people not see the manipulation? Standards are being separated. Celebration, the stuff that we used to get together, the one day. Now, I'm with some people that don't believe in the holidays or whatever, but if it's one day that you're going to get with your family and have a good time, they're taking it all away. The family's already struggling to stay together as is. It's being taken away. Mind manipulation, people, and don't turn your face on like a light switch. It don't work that way. It doesn't. Either you're going to put on the full armor of God or you're going to keep wearing the armor. Oh, which one are you going to do? You're going to polish yourself up? And when the armor all works, you're going to be back rusty. What you going to do? Uh, <laughs> oh, you man. Do? Oh, what I'm you laughing sorry, at, preacher? because the coach is right and when you hear like you know before um when this first started because i know now texas we're gonna we have to wear it now because you know it's a law now we i got it uh because i was one of those two i was one of those preachers i'm not wearing my mask i'm not going to wear my mask i'm I'm going to the store because i'm covered by the blood of jesus okay i that's my faith but i also have to understand that i have to go home to my daughters. My daughter is she'll be four and the other one will be ten. They don't have faith like that. Now, the reason why I'm being compliant to it because I have to be mindful. If I was heartless, if I didn't really have love like Jesus wants us to love, then I'll be in my feelings. I will be walking in how I feel, keyword I and put my family at risk. Now, listen, a lot of places you go, yeah, we might cut something at saints or whatever. They can sanitize until the clowns come home. We can still have a mask, have gloves, have a dashiki, whatever it is you're putting on, and you can still catch it. But the difference is when you're walking by faith, like you said, Holly, we have to have blind faith. We believe in a, in a Jesus that we can't see, but we can feel him. And he knows, and we know he's there. That's what people don't understand. That's why having relationship is key. But anyway, to make the to, to wrap this up, all I'm saying is, is that yes, be mindful. We have to be obedient to the laws of the land. I understand that. I get that because Jesus didn't. He, when tax time came around, Jesus didn't pay his. He didn't walk around not paying his taxes. It was a law mandate. He had to pay it, so he paid it. Okay, so there's certain things that we have to do. Yes, we may not like it as believers. Yes, but at the same time, our only obligation is to lift up our nation and its leaders and obey and obey the laws of the land. Okay, and what the coach is saying is true too. If it don't make sense, it don't make sense. 
and, 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 I, and I have to agree with her because half the stuff that's going on right now, they can't even explain it. It doesn't make any sense. Now, yes, there are people that are documented that have died from uh, COVID-19. I get it, too. So let's not be uh, dumb and, and, and walk into a, a, a pool, like I said, just dive into a pool of COVID-19 because I'm saved. Okay, let's, let's use our brain. I get that. But we have to understand that when we do walk to different places, we have to still walk in that confidence in God, knowing that we are protected, whether we're masked on, mask off, gloves on, gloves off. We still have to have that confidence in knowing. And if somebody wants a hug, as a pastor, if somebody needs a hug, I'm giving them a hug. Because I know that I'm giving them a godly hug and God's going to protect me. So if they're infected, I know I'm protected because I'm giving them the love of Jesus Christ. Now, if I'm just hugging them just to hug them, then, hey, I might be, it's a 50-50 shot. I might get it. But if I'm ministering in the spirit of God, then he's going to protect you from the wiles of the enemy. See, there's a difference. But anyway, again, whole nother show, whole nother topic. You're running out of time, and I'm talking too much. So, Coach. I'm out of here for real this time. Back to you. Okay, you guys. Now, I just, the Holy Spirit just dropped in my spirit. The next week's show topic, and I say it all the time, beauty within the beast. We are going to talk about beauty within the beast. We're dealing with a beast out here now, y'all. And there's some beauty within this beast, and we got to find it all the way around. Now, for those of you who who don't agree, that's fine. I don't have no problem with that because guess what? We think on things differently, but that doesn't mean that we have to not, we, we like Holly and I, we agree on a lot of things and we disagree on a lot of things, but it's okay. We still respect one another's opinion, and that's what we're got, we've got to get back to. We cannot be so so set in our own ways until we don't think anyone else is of value. Holly, I just want you to give me a, give us a, a, a brief uh, a brief close out so I can close the show out because we're running out of time. And I'm telling you, this time goes by fast, but when you get talking about something good. But Holly, go ahead and give us a brief close brief closing according to what you thought about the show today, and then I'll close the show out. Okay, thank you so much, and I want to thank you for inviting me to be your guest because it's been real eye opening to see um, to hear. Uh, how we can look at that, like I said, the mask. We could all look at that mask, and one of us could think a positive thought, one of us could think a negative thought, and it's the same. And it can be the same thing about Scripture. It can be the same thing about uh, the beast, finding beauty within this beast, which I can't wait to hear next week's show, by the way. But closure is how you obtain. If we If we get exposed, I don't know the I don't know the percentage that we could contract any virus, but you know when we get our food. What do, what do we do every day when we get our food? We pray over it, and we pray that God blesses it to the nourishment of our bodies. So I pray that this time and era we have right now blesses us to the nourishment of our bodies, and that everything we do. And everything we say to one another is for our nourishment and your nourishment. And, and your show has, has done that for me tonight. It has nourished my body. 
and it's one of the things I'm going to add to my list of, of uh, things I can give thanks for because we are free to disagree. We are free to agree, and, um, and we are free to worship our God and claim Jesus in our lives. And so I have enjoyed this. I look forward to it uh, next week. Dorothy, thank you so much. And thank you, Preacher. I have enjoyed tonight very much. And I hope that everybody shares this. Tell somebody next week and then get on the line and talk to Dorothy, the reality coach, because she is a wonderful person to to know. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for being my guest. And anybody that wants to be a guest, you can hit me through Facebook. Please, please, please come on and be a guest. And also, if you want to get the book, The Reality of Abuse, The Aftermath, and the Recovery, it's on Amazon.com, uh, or you can go to Dorothy-Patterson.com. That's the website. Also, um, any of you who, who, who have some comments about this show, please leave them in the comment box, and I will get back to you. And I want you to click like and share this, and I'm telling you, TPV Radio Network is nominated for the SPIN Awards. Go there and vote so we can get this out to the masses because we keep it 100% real. And as you can see, Pastor Prince is no joke, and the reality folks ain't joking. So you guys, stay tuned in to TPV Radio. And anytime you want to call in on any of the shows, the number is 515-605-9873. Please, y'all, and and you can go to – 360 Live, find us there. He's getting, God is putting us everywhere because we are rightfully dividing the word of God. And we may not always be right, and we don't mind admitting that we're wrong. But as long as we are getting some conversation about the one and only one that matters, that's the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, that's what we're here to do. I want to say thank you again. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. And for all of those who listen, Darlene, Roz, Monica, uh, Pamela, Barbara, I mean, there's so many, I, mean, I, I just can't get to everybody because I got to go ran out of time. I'm so sorry, you guys, but I will read your comments and I will answer them. Thank you. And next week's show, we're going to see the beauty within the beast all the way around. I'm Georgia Patterson, the reality coach. Thank you for listening. I can't do this without you. God be the glory because you still have not heard all of the stories. Because God's got more to come. Stay blessed, you guys. Chris, take us out of here. Bye, guys.
Radio, Central Texas.